0: Hello and welcome to PlayStation Unchained, episode 166. I am your host, Neil Bolt, here to talk video games of the PlayStation Persuasion and some other stuff that's normally part and parcel.
1: Um, Ooh, wrestling!
0: Yes, <laughs> grappling. <laughs> <laughs> of all kinds on this podcast, that's for sure. Um, yes, as you probably just noticed, I am joined by the victorious Ben Cheneville Hall.
1: Yes, is- <laughs> I am the true wrestling god.
0: Yeah, JBL has nothing on you, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> how you doing, Ben?
1: I'm not too bad, thank you. And how are you today?
0: Oh, sweaty. At the w- ah. end, of, end of a flu-ridden week. It's oh,
1: been... so sweet. I thought that was Mike's intro to this podcast.
0: Well, I thought it jumped in there before. <laughs> it got devalued like that. Yeah. And... <laughs> it's a...
1: Yeah, so I'm um,
0: giving the game away slightly there. Guess who's back? It's Michael Harrodin. It's back for another week.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hello people yes it's good to be back i've um i've been uh able again uh for no other good reason other than trying to um spending too much time in the gym and trying to pull lots of women which hasn't really worked out well but you know the only thing i pulled is a muscle <laughs>
0: <laughs> well what are you doing the privacy going home yeah <laughs> <laughs> <Not
1: bad yet. laughs> But
2: yeah, no, it's good to be. Back. I don't think I've. Um, what is it? It must have been a couple of weeks. I say since I've been on a couple,
1: about a month or so. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Let's see. Oh.
2: I could. The best way I find
0: now is go back through the predictions contest and see where Mike wasn't. And yeah, two weeks. <laughs> it's Been three weeks so since you've been on. So.
2: Okay. Well. Okay. As long as it's not a month, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be back and equipped with a new um, headset. Wow. Well, <laughs> yeah. A new old one. Yeah, new old yeah, a new one to the podcast. I haven't used as a uh, on the uh, on the podcast, but yeah, it's my my uh, like three, nearly four year old PS4 headset, um, which um, seems to be better than the laptop one. So, yay! Yeah. <laughs> there you it's go, new experience. Yeah,
0: more power uh, to
2: you. Yeah. Anyway, good to be yes, it's good to be back.
0: Splendido. Um, also with us is the Armenian Argonaut himself. It is Gary Bagdazarov. How are How you doing, Gary? Yo yo, I'm pretty good, man. How are you? Oh, splendid. Splendid. I'm past the delusion stage, so I'm happy and uh, getting back to normal fitness. Um okay. Yeah, it's all good.
1: <laughs> Wait, you're supposed to be able to get past the delusional stage. I've been stuck <laughs> <Yeah>. on that.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I'm regular delusional, but you know, no. it's that fluey delusion that goes on top of it I've got rid uh, Okay,
1: of. the extra extra bit. Yeah, okay. Yes,
0: like the, the butter on the delusion popcorn, basically. Okay. And, finally, another returnee, uh, a few weeks out again, it's Tim Noons, he's back! <laughs> Yay! And,
1: oh, <laughs> uh, a man, a few weeks,
0: a few weeks, you're giving a lot of credit.
1: <laughs> hi, hi.
0: <laughs> yes, and congratulations, of course, to you, Tim, for getting married as yeah, well. Congratulations Thank
1: again.
2: Thank you. Oh, massive congratulations, buddy. Thank you. Long time sweet, coming.
0: Very sweet pictures there as well, That it's a... Uh, what a guy. Is our what Tim. We love our Tim.
2: I'm I'm slightly disappointed that it didn't work out between us, Tim, but you gotta follow your heart, I know.
0: <laughs> Mike, Mike,
3: Mike. <laughs> don't don't do that to yourself. Uh just know. Uh different country, right?
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Besides, anyway, Crystal said as long as she can bring the video camera we can do whatever we
2: want, Mike. Oh, that's great. Okay. I'm sure. I'm sure Gary will want to be involved as well somewhere.
0: More the merrier. <laughs> well, it's a good thing we've never claimed to be a family show. So. <laughs> family friendly, Felix.
3: What's more, family than love? Exactly. Uh, yeah, you know, all but, the but one kind of love,
0: Tim. More than one kind of love. <laughs> Hashtag. Yeah. There's ones suitable for you know afternoon TV, and there's the ones blocked behind a pin code. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you're all right anyway, Tim, other than that, in all this. How's married life treating you? Uh, pretty much the same
3: way it was before, except I have a cooler ring.
0: Yeah, that's pretty
3: much how I found <laughs> it. <That's actually> nice. <laughs> and then we have cheaper insurance, so we don't have to go split ways, which is nice. Yay.
0: Splendid. Splendid. Right, I suppose we should get cracking with some video game stuff, really, shouldn't we?
1: Wait, yeah, video it. games? Yes. I, I, I came to the wrong podcast. Bye, guys. <laughs>
3: He's going to another fantasy it. one. That's not a video game.
0: No, it's life. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, a couple of bits of news this week. It's, everything's a bit, yeah, this week. I don't know if that's per- just me personally thinking that, but yeah, that's how it's been being Fluey. I've not really noticed much of the news, but I did notice that Darksiders is back.
1: Yay! And...
0: Darksiders free. Yes, says Gary. Um, Dark Side is free with Fury The female protagonist of the apocalypse oh, Apocalyptic horsemen Horse people in, in this case I should imagine Horse persons uh, Horse peoples <laughs> None of them are horse So this is just a really complicated important way word. Yeah Yeah. I mean yeah, that's it It is catering to someone That's the main thing
1: um, Yes
0: IGN got the scoop, I say in commas, like they didn't have a paid-for advertorial to sort of do (laughs) this themselves. Uh, But uh, it's coming out next year, which is wonderful. It's nice to see it back. It looks nice in places. Slight concern about the fact that the character design is a bit, um, you know, 2002. But uh, that's kind of Darksiders appeal in a way, I think, as well. So I'm... Fairly excited for it. I've still not played Dark Siders 2, but I love Dark Siders, So, you know, I'll, I'll get around to those at, at one point. What about you guys? Tim, as you have returned after all this time, how are you feeling about Darksiders 3?
3: Well, you and I are in the same boat, actually. I have not played 2. I own it on two things, being Steam and PS4. Hmm. Both discount purchase, so I haven't paid full price. Retail full price for both games in total, so that's been nice. But I have not played either of them. I've been wanting to. Also, thanks, Humble Bundle. Uh, but <laughs> I, I loved one. When I, fr- I first started playing it, having you know limited expectations from way back when, you know, when it was right out on the PS3, and <clears throat> just kind of chugged it down. Like I didn't stop. It was one of those games that came out of, no- no, completely out of left field, and you just fell in love with it. Yeah, and I loved I just adored it the whole time. Uh, you know, there were those crazy issues that you had like the really, I don't know, shanty sort of navigations, in, not navigations, like shat, shatty platforming in certain areas, but that's not like more than 10% of the game, even though they stood out in frustrating points.
0: Yeah, they were but brief, thankfully. <laughs> but
3: apart from that, dude, but a, yeah, very brief. And the consequences were pretty low, so it wasn't that bad either, but Ah, those boss fights were grand. Every one of them. And I'm really looking forward to even playing two, either one or two times
0: and then getting yeah. to 3 next year. It Hopefully was good, I can uh, get
3: that done by next year. I got a huge backlog to get through that I'm well, trying to uh, get through.
0: And I know, you know, I've always used to scoff at the idea of having a backlog. And it's just it's... <laughs> Now you're scoffing at the idea of having nothing. <laughs> yeah. It's just like horrific how much backlog is going. <laughs> There are certain games I'll be like, I'm going to play this next, and something else will come on. Like, I was supposed to finish Dishonored 2 before I started Prey, and there, yeah, that's not happened. So it's God. oh,
3: God. I can't even play those games, man. I, I tried the first one, and because of the first one's effect on me, I don't even really want to play the second one. I couldn't even get past the second mission. I was just so, like, meh about it the whole
0: time. Oh, man. I think it's, it seems to be a thing with Arcane's games, but we'll get into that later, so that's fine. <laughs> it's <laughs> yes. it. Yes. Precursor. Precursor. Um, yes, yeah, so that's uh, Tim's opinion. Uh, Michael, as you are the yes. next longest missing of the people here. <laughs>
3: <laughs> next longest.
0: Yes. yes. How about you?
2: Uh, um, <laughs> this would be one of those kind of boring answers. I've never played Darksiders before any of the games. So, I mean, my experience with them is pretty just uh, limited to like what I've been writing about them for PSU. Over the years, obviously, like I've done like numerous stories, so I've kind of like just picked stuff up from doing that when I've been fleshing the articles out, like story and everything. I know they've... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. They, is this the series where they remastered the first two for PS4? It's like Definitive and uh, War Master Edition? Is Master,
0: that- yes,
3: too. Yeah. Definitive.
2: All right, yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, if I was ever going to pick them up, I suppose, you know, now is as good time as any to ca- catch, on them, catch up on them. Catch up on them, <laughs> but catch um, him. yeah, catch him. um but I've got uh a lot of games to get through. my backlog is um, just ridiculous right now, so I probably won't have time yet, but I mean, it's good to I mean, I don't know, I know Gary's a massive fan, and I know that the series has its fans, and if they're continuing it, then that's great i mean i've always been I'm always a kind of bloke who always says i like I don't mind getting sequels to games that I like, I mean, if it was like I don't know. If it was the third Tomb Raider game in the reboot series, you know, for example, then, yeah, I I welcome it. So, you know, the fans of Darksiders will probably welcome it as much as I welcome a third game of whatever. So, you know, I'm happy, you know, if it makes them happy, I'm happy, you know. that's that's all i can really say i can't really can't really add anything more than that i don't think so yay for fans of darksiders it's all good (laughs) that was a very long window way of saying i don't know but i I like yeah well i thought it'd be better than i don't know next (laughs)
0: yeah that's good that's perfect podcast photo as they say yeah um gary we'll wait for you um ben
1: well, uh, I've never played Darksiders 1 and 2 when it launched on PS3 because I had too many games to play and I just kept putting it off. Uh, um, uh, but with Darksiders 3 coming out next year, I saw that the PS4 has Darksiders 1 and 2 as the Fury collection right now at a 50% off launch price. So, so it was fifteen ninety nine. so I purchased them just to try them out. And so far I've been playing Darksiders 1 and been really enjoying it, streaming it on PSU Live. So, yeah.
0: Splendid. So you're getting right into it. Yeah. Fantastic. And, of course, super fan himself, Gary Bagdasarov.
4: Hell yeah, super fan. Stoked, huh? I'm super stoked. I have been waiting a very long time. Um, I'm so happy it's finally coming. I... Almost gave up hope when nobody bought the Darksiders Mm -hmm. franchise, when THQ went under, and I was like, damn, that just, what a missed chance that was. Um, I'm really glad it's happening, and I'm glad they're sticking to their original plan of telling the story of the four horsemen individually, and then doing a fifth and final game with all the four-player co-op, which I'm assuming is still the plan uh, going forward with all four of them. What Um, a
3: brilliant idea.
4: Yeah, it's kind of like they took the, the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe approach to it, where it's like, tell the individual stories of all the horsemen first and what happened to them when the apocalypse happened. And then Ben hasn't got there, so I'm not going to spoil it for you. But yeah, just it, I think it's a brilliant idea. It's the plan that they had. They revealed the plan when nobody bought the, the Darksiders franchise or the studio when THQ went down. So they just decided, hey, this was our plan and it sucks that we won't be able to realize it, but now they can. Um, I know Gunfire Games is composed of I, a lot of the, the people who worked on the Darksiders franchise. I know some of them also went off and started uh, Airship Syndicate, and they're working on uh, Battle Chasers Night War right now. Um, so, yeah, I'm super stoked for it. I'm I'm beyond ecstatic. I know the the... The footage they showed wasn't the best footage, but it's pre-alpha, so I'm not too concerned or too worried about it. Um, but, yeah, I'm. Fury looks awesome. I'm very excited to play with her. Um, and then the last one is going to be the gunslinger dude, so,
0: yeah. Yeah.
4: I'm very excited. Very, very happy that it's finally coming.
0: Splendid. Yeah, it's like a good concept finally getting you know, made after all that. There's- Typical, unfortunately that came at that point when t h q were in its uh money for an around mode and uh forgetting to you know shut the back door so to speak before they got robbed but uh, at least it's getting its second chance and, it, and uh, i
4: I really do hope that that it succeeds i mean I think it was a great plan for them to release uh the first two on p s four as well um because so sold out those people can experiment like if you looked once they announced Darksiders three, Darksiders two was the number three bestseller on Amazon. So it helps <laughs> when you announce it. Yeah and everyone wants to get into the franchise all of a sudden again. Um so yeah, I'm I'm stoked and I hope that this one succeeds so that we can get the full story that that they wanted to tell with that franchise. I am kinda sad that the artist, uh, I think it's a uh, Joe I always forget his last name. Um, the artist who did the art design for for the first two Darksiders, he's not a part of the third one because he's doing Battle Chasers, but they're they're still kind of using his art style for it. So that's that's True. pretty good to know.
3: Joe Monterra.
4: Yes. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Because yeah, he he went and founded Airship Syndicate and hired a lot of the Visual Studios guys to work on Battle Chasers, Night War, uh, and. Yeah, he did the art design and everything for the first two Darksiders. So it's sad that he's not a part of this third one, but what are you going to yeah. do?
0: What are you going to do? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, on to other news. Um, Assassin's Creed has hit the news again this week. It's rumored that the title is now Origins, and uh, uh, so... Empire was the original name, uh, given to the very Egyptian-era-looking thing. So what have we seen on it now? The question is answered on a post on Reddit, it seems. Basically, pre-order cards uh, had been manufactured for various department stores, and a new order came in for Assassin's Creed Origins and also Far Cry 5, uh, which, of course, you know, long while now since uh, the last far cry was out so you'd expect it so you know we the name is intriguing at least that the origin could the origins could point to you know, a key point in the series or they're rebooting it this way and which you know, given how many things start it does seem to be a good likelihood and you know far cry 5 Yet be happening, you know. Uh, despite a couple of false starts this week on that the uh, the old Far Cry bandwagon, um, yeah. So, what do you think with this name? Does it does it give you any clues as to what we'll know now beyond this, the uh, ancient Egypt setting? But Mike, as you're you're, you're a big into the assassins,
2: yeah, I am. Um... Well, yeah, the name doesn't really make, you know, I'm not really, the name doesn't really make much difference to me. It's, you know, empires or origins or whatever. I think I think um, uh, origins somewhat is, um, I, I think I think it's somewhat fitting, I suppose. And I, I, I presumably they're, it's, it's set in ancient Egypt. So I kind of that ties in with the theme of they're going right back to the beginning, I guess. I mean, probably, maybe for all I know, it could be when the, you know, the origins of the creed itself, perhaps. I mean, I'm not too sure how far it goes back, but. Ancient Egypt would seem, you know, that's obviously as far as back as they've gone, as far as I know. So that would make sense. Um, from what we know, it's going to start, this is going back quite, a, maybe a year or so, it's going to um, uh, kickstart a new trilogy, which include includes Ancient Rome as well. So obviously they're, they're going, like, for, like way, way back here, like beyond the um, uh, Crusades and everything like that, from the original Assassin's beyond the so yeah
0: day. Well, yeah, yeah that's always an option.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm a big Assassin's Creed fan. I'm looking forward to it. I think Egypt is a really good location. Um, it's, um, I mean, I'm, uh, it, it hasn't officially been confirmed yet, obviously, so all this is just speculation. But, you know, there's meant to be, I imagine, like, the pyramids are probably served as a, a, kind of like the uh, some sort of crypts you can explore. Like, you had the um, Assassin's tombs in the previous games and all that kind of stuff. I imagine they incorporate that. Um, I, I, I expect that the... Um, I mean, this was their intention anyway, because they were going to take it back and reevaluate the franchise. Ubisoft said that that was their their quote: reevaluate the series. So, I imagine it will be completely overhauled, like a brand new game engine, new mechanics, all that kind of stuff. So, I think, um, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. And I think that going back to the beginning, I think that's a wise choice as well, because they had been pretty much coming up like further and further towards present times. You know, you had like the you know, obviously, Assassin's Creed One and Two. You know, you had the kind of, um, you know, the Crusades and the uh, Italian sort of re- Renaissance. Then you had, obviously, Free American Revolution. like four went sort of back in time a bit, but then you had like stuff like Unity and uh, God, I can't remember what was the. Uh, oh God, I can't! I can't believe I can't remember the name. The one, in, one in set in um, Victorian London. What was that? Syndicate syndicate there we go i don't know why i forgot the name yeah syndicate um obviously that's you know brought us up to the eighteen eighteen hundreds 1800s as well so i think going back is a wise choice i mean I, the, the more modern times isn't really i don't think people necessarily wanted that too much out of assassin's creed i mean i always thought maybe one step during one of the world wars is kind of interesting but going back i mean there's so many great um areas they can explore and certainly e- egypt uh japan was another popular one so i think they're doing the right thing here and i'm I'm definitely looking forward to it but they um i just hope they give it the time it needs i don't i hope they don't release it just to like oh we gotta have assassin's creed out getting you know getting on the holiday season i i wouldn't mind if it didn't come out this year you know because a lot of the past few games have been very buggy as well presumably this one has been in the works for quite a few years so i just hope they polish it and perfect it so um you know don't rush it that's what I'm gonna see i really i'd like to I like this one to really kind of like make its mark and you know kind of like erase some of the um more of the um kind of a sloppy nature of some of the previous few games like i mean uni I like unity actually I did like unity, but for, for example the uh the bugs that that had at the beginning you know it was quite yeah. notorious it's, so uh, the time
0: it was properly fixed, it was you know, too late for a lot
2: of people, yeah exactly, yeah, so hopefully we won't get anything like that, so um you know if it means I would personally, even though I would still buy them, I would personally like to see Assassin's Creed not be released on a yearly basis after this. I think it would benefit. So, yeah, that's what I'm hoping they do with this. But, um, yeah, I'm 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 excited. Far Cry 5, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to go on. Um, I got into Far Cry only with 4. I played 4 last year. I'll probably mention it on the podcast around this time last year, actually. I was playing it. I absolutely love that game. So, anything that Far Cry, anything into, um regarding far cry i'm definitely up for it i didn't play um primal but if it's in a contemporary more contemporary setting for far cry 5 or you know when i say contemporary i mean if it's if there were if they did decide to go back a few years i mean there was a wild rumour or whatever but i don't think that's came to anything but just as an example that wouldn't bother me at all it's just like you know i like it you know have guns lots of guns (laughs) so yeah. yeah Enough, forward, yeah and i'm not surprised at all they're making one I'm not surprised at all it's so they've sold millions so yeah bring it on both of them i'm, yeah, I'm excited
0: just, just to say that as well ghost recon wildlands is essentially a third person far cry far cry is yeah it is. so yeah, yeah and that's really like is. the best selling game of the year so far so yeah yeah at this point but uh yeah hopefully so um ben what about you on these things Definitely silence, huh?
1: I'm not a huge Assassin's Creed fan, so
0: you're taking a run up to that one. It's...
1: I know that uh, the mute button didn't work. Um... <laughs> <laughs> roll with it Ben, come on. Yeah, I mean, um, oh no, I was so shocked about the Assassin's Creeds. I didn't think another one would come out because they're so rare um, that I was so silent. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. What is this Assassin Creed you're talking about? Is it the one with that Ezio bloke?
0: Yeah, (laughs) Ezio. Wasn't he like in the NWA or something?
2: No, no, no. You're wrong. It's um, Enzo Ferrari, isn't it?
0: Oh right, yeah. Oh no, it's Enzo (laughs) More. And Alter. (laughs) You just can't teach being in all the times. I don't know. Shit, this is going <laughs> off hand. Um, <laughs>
1: um, it's a Tim, game probably, exists.
0: It's a game exists. Tim, how about you?
3: Uh, at this point, uh, Assassin's Creed is a bit of a mixed bag uh, because I, as much as I enjoyed my time with Unity, it was mostly because I like the environment as opposed to, you know, enjoying oh, totally. the clientele as part of it, right? I and mean, they were okay, and, you know, things like that, but it hasn't been since Ezio that I've really given a damn about the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, genuinely given a damn. I even went back and played the uh, Ezio collection, and I was I was just as enamored by that charmer as I've ever been. Uh, the the series is really missing that if they don't have somebody they can you know they can go to mars with whatever they or you know andromeda with the assassin's creed series but if they don't have somebody that will charm the pants off you or have some sort of characteristic that will just x the x off you i don't know it's like something yeah they don't have a question
0: yeah if they're on mars are they gonna have hoods over the helmets
3: Get your they probably have like wood shaped helmets, like where you have the glass, and then you have a piece of the helmet kind of just like coming over the glass. Uh, you've done <laughs> that joke. There you go. Right. Put
0: the apple
3: down
1: now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, pressing question had to be asked. Carry on. It's it's more important than what I was saying, actually.
3: <laughs> but like, they just need something. It needs something. It's been it's getting rusty. It's getting dusty. It's getting old. Um, sure, it looks cool and things like that. I again. Again, I can't say exactly, I can't you know make this as like a defined opinion or a definite opinion because I haven't had a chance, thanks to my stupid backlog, that I haven't had a chance to play Syndicate, and there is a part of me that really doesn't want to touch the Chronicles stuff. I don't know why, but like having that, even it. having that mentality, like not wanting to touch a part of a series kind of makes the, the series a
0: little, you know, mm.
3: lackadaisical. So it needs something.
0: Yeah, it needs, yeah, it needs the, the old voltage structure. I, mean, yes.
3: I mean, though, uh, Egypt is a palpable time, right? That's a great time to try to refresh it in. So if they can make it special in that time frame, it's gonna, it, sh- it could hit again. But I'm not going to hope for it. It, it. They have to do it on their own. I'm not going to hype yeah. it up. I'm not going to make myself give a damn way more than I should.
0: So there's plenty to give a down about. That's the thing. So
3: yeah. yeah. They have the tools now with Egypt. Like, Egypt is a very cool time. So if they can yeah. do it now, they can kind of do it whenever. But if they can't do it now, they're
0: just going to be rehashed movies, I think. Yeah. They, they probably picked the worst year, I think, though, to try and get it out there and make it good, given yeah. everything that's already come out that's good this year. So. Right. <laughs> but, hey. We'll see. We'll see. Um if anything I'd say Horizon's probably stolen its thunder ahead of time, even being though being a different game, it's you know, just that kind of game, you know, that people would enjoy, I think. Cool. Um who haven't we talked to? You? Uh, yeah. Oh I my irrelevant. Gary, Gary's opinion. <laughs> I'm still alive. You're still alive. <laughs> How do you, Gary? What do you want? Oh, so, you
4: want my opinion? Okay. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> I thought you were going to go for it to go. That's why I was... Okay. Um, my track Tim, it's a mixed bag for me as well. Um, I used to really love Assassin's Creed, and then mm. I really stopped liking it after Black Flag. Um, and yeah. the reason for that is I love the naval combat that they used in 3, but then they decided to just take the best thing of 3 and make it into a whole game. And I was like, okay, just take the best gimmick and turn it into a full-fledged game. Um, Yeah, so I I really lost a lot of faith in the franchise after that, and I haven't picked one up since. Um, So I don't know how Unity is or Syndicate. And from everything I've seen, all the videos, all the playthroughs I've seen, it doesn't look like anything's really changed. Um, They're still full of bugs, the same bugs apparently, that have played the series since the first game even. Um but for me personally going to Egypt um and making it quote the origin, if it is gonna be an origin, like the beginning of the Assassin Order or whatever it is the creed, um yeah. that it, it's fine and all to to do an origin story of it, but I I don't care for ancient Egypt at all. Um I don't want to play a game that's gonna be covered in ninety percent brown colors which it's going to be, because even now Egypt is very brownish, because it's a desert city. Um, Like, it's just, to, to me, I don't think Egypt is, I think it's just been done so much in so many different aspects, like, in a whole bunch of different medias, that it just doesn't interest me at all anymore. I mean... If I have Brandon Fraser in it, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> you know what, I'm, I'm gonna say
3: something. Thank you. We need the we need the, the sweet hair.
1: You know what? i uh, you know who who would be the main character? And I'd buy the next Assassin's Creed. yummy cool. Yugi, and I be- uh, want my attacks to be cards. Oh my god!
4: Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well, is this damn like for me, ancient Egypt feels like a step backwards. <laughs> Because I just see it as an easier choice to do than something like feudal Japan that people have wanted for a very long time.
0: But then it would be and like the second best game of the year to feature feudal Japan. So it's, <laughs> it's like so they 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 can't win in that regard.
4: I guess no, I'll- no. But but for me, I think going to ancient Egypt, I it gives them a better chance of just reusing assets, like. I think it's just going to be very easy for them to, to, to go in and make this game compared to creating a whole bunch of different assets if you do like a feudal Japan or an ancient China or even uh, Russia. People have won a Russia since the comic book came out. And we had from Chronicles you went to Russia as well. India even. I think they have to change and you use create so many different assets that I think ancient Egypt is a lot easier for them. That and Ancient Egypt is going to have a lot more planes, open planes where they don't have to populate a lot of things. Um,
3: mm. I
4: just feel like it's an easier choice than anything else, and I think that's not right if Even, yeah if, if you want to move the franchise forward, you don't go backwards in time period. You either stay or you you go better you can go backwards but not 300 years backwards. You know, I just I, I'm not the biggest fan of, of the of going to Egypt. I wasn't when they talked about wanting to go to Egypt when they released those surveys of where people wanted to go and Egypt was one of their choices that I don't even think cracked the top three of where people wanted Assassin's Creed to go. But yet that's where we're going. <laughs>
0: was it was it behind <laughs> in the bin? <laughs> Nailed it.
4: It was just yeah, I'm I, I don't know, like I just feel like it's it's a step backwards for the franchise and it, it allows them to to just go the easy route. I think Egypt is an easy route for them.
2: And an easy yeah. way
1: out. Let's bury it's, Gary's opinion into the shadow realm.
2: <laughs> Gary, you're breaking my heart. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I his favor. Bye Gary.
0: Gary is right <laughs> in, in a way, because it is the safe option. It's a safe option for what they want to do, which is a soft reboot. So they can go exploring in different directions. So there's hope for it. To well, go I guess the right technically
1: way. it's good that they're doing it because it wasn't the first one in like a really deserty.
0: Well, yeah, Jerusalem wasn't yeah. it? So, so.
4: Yeah, but the third one had what is it? Three different cities you went to,
1: and they were pretty populated. Well, this can have three different pyramids you can go to. <laughs> That's fantastic. But you're not even going to see one pyramid <laughs> because the pyramid is going to be under construction. It <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> well, no. could be like Syndicate where you had bubbles of time where you had that. What, what didn't they have like a World War section in there? For oh, me? man.
0: They're going to have tower defense where you make pyramids. Primary.
1: <laughs> 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 uh, microtransactions. Yeah, I, I just,
4: I, I think Egypt has been done too much in different media that it's just not interesting to me at all.
3: I'd, I'd rather be fine with it though if Brendan Fraser ends up being the voice actor for the main character.
0: Just saying.
4: I'll buy it right away. I want Dan nice. Green to play the voice character. <laughs> Brendan want, want Fraser to be Yuki, get, just the voice actor. I don't care.
0: <laughs> I do suspect that Egypt may only be part of it, just because of what it is and the fact they had multiple choices on the surveys and stuff. Maybe it will. That'd be smart. I mean, Origins suggests that it you know the orders of this don't just come from one place, but several. You know, so, it's possible. We'll see.
4: Yeah, the, we'll see. The other thing that will turn it around for me with Egypt is if I play with, as the Templars this time.
0: Properly, yeah. Yeah, Not, like, yeah. give uh, me the oh,
4: so Templars point of view of what they want to do.
3: Yeah, let us so the be the <laughs> Well, let Rogue was pretty... Time.
1: Yeah, Rogue was the Templar, right? wasn't it? Like, that was
3: yeah, it was so one far. of those... Even though he was more like a tool as opposed to part of the affiliation. That's, it.
0: that's the problem, I think, as well. That's what I mean, you're not, If you're going to go that way, don't do the oh, I'm the conflicted bad guy that isn't a bad guy thing. It's just... Uh, yeah, no. Fine,
1: the next Assassin's Creed you play is me.
0: I mean, you're already, <laughs> you're already stabbing people to death. But that's, <laughs> at least do it with the full thought that we are bastards.
3: <laughs> yep. This, yeah, this is kind of the same thing that why they didn't ever go with the Hellgas story in Killzone. Right. Like everyone wanted it. But like, I don't know. You kind of lose some of the, the menacing aspects when you start humanizing them. And it's not the not the sense that they aren't already because they are they you give they gave them consequences and they gave them scenarios. You know, they got the short end of the stick the whole time until, yeah. you know, they were put on the on, they, you know, even when like, they were even forced to let them be on their planet. Right. Like that was just a whole spiel. So they really got the short end of the stick the whole time. So, I mean, they could have made something out of it, but I feel like at that point it would have been less something or other. You were the bad know, I... guys
4: all I mean, along. They, they could have done a Hellgas story if it was a prequel and it showed how the ISA invaded their planet first. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Which, which the- is what the first game is based on. Killzone is Helga trying to take the home planet back that was taken from them
3: in the first yeah. pass. Um, at the same time, if we're looking at the the way that the stories were approached in Killzone, I can't oh, yeah. say that they would have been palpable. They would have been just more like you're my son. Yay. Like it was in Shadowfall at the beginning and I, by the way, I couldn't finish that game. Um, or Haze. <laughs> or 3. <laughs> 3 was just so shooter bro, I couldn't even... Uh, fuck, fuck, I
1: see I loved 3, Sorry. but
0: I,
3: I still platinumed it, but okay. I... Mm.
1: 3 was one of my favorites.
3: The <laughs> multiplayer in that game was the best multiplayer experience I've ever had. Oh, yeah, but the multiplayer was amazing. If, if you had, at that point, if you had told me that they were going to make a game like Horizon, I would have punched you in the mouth. <laughs>
1: That's yes. straight, straight up. There's rumors about Good it since point. 2010, thousand not there? I remember hearing about it all the way back then. 2010, 2010.
0: Yeah, yeah, the art did pop up all the way back then. It's yeah. very true. Yeah,
2: their new IP that they were working on a sci-fi yeah. one. didn't <clears> said. it would be sci-fi
1: open-world RPG. Yeah, that must
2: hey? have been that must have been it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. They showed a bit of art off, and it turned out that art was indeed what they ended up doing. So. You can
1: see that uh, one of the actual Horizon monsters in Shadowfall. Can he? Yeah, it's a hologram. Oh, one sweet. of dinosaurs.
0: Nice. But yeah, um, yeah. On the mm. record, Guerrilla Games, two games of theirs I've liked, and that's yeah. Killzone Two and Horizons. <laughs> that's yep. it.
3: Killzone just, Two was something special. Goddamn. God oh, damn,
0: that was an
1: amazing game. <laughs> Killzone Two was yeah,
0: yeah. The weight to that multiplayer as well. Just yep, mm, love it.
1: That's I so, absolutely love the handheld version.
0: I thought it was awesome. I actually, that's all right. That's, that's, that's Liberation.
3: Mercenary or
0: Liberation? Yeah, Mercenary. The,
4: the, the first one. The symmetric view one.
2: Oh, no. I love that one. It's funny. I
4: was say,
1: Ill- the only one I've Gary have proven <laughs> each other. Oh, my God. What in the world times is this? <laughs>
0: it's fleeting, but it happens.
1: Hey, three had snow, so I was happy about that. Uh,
0: yeah, well, you know. <laughs> I, I agree
1: with Gary. I like number three, but I, I like that shooter bro stuff sometimes, so.
3: Like like, it, like, if it, war, up, if it comes
0: in at the right time, it's going to be delicious. Yeah. So, cool. So we did a whole lot of talking about that. That's good. Yeah. That's uh, Oh, and just as a side note, everyone excited for the idea of Far Cry 5? It's
1: going to oh, yeah. happen. I mean, it's Ubisoft, come on.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like... I mean, the only thing that fills me with confidence is not that so much Wildlands, because you know, it's very bland as a game, and the story is questionable. And is Watchdogs too, and the way they handle yeah. the story in that, you know, having finally going away from the oh, your father figure, a parent figure, etc., has been killed and you want revenge, blah blah blah. Instead, yeah. they had a fairly chill dude who was like, "Eh, the system's a bit of a dick to me, but I just fucking stick my fingers back up at them." You know, <laughs> that's it. wonderful. That that's a nice way of doing it. No one had to die, but then they did kind of ruin that by having you being able to kill people when you're not yeah. really a kind of guy. Oh. So, uh, Some good, some bad. What can you do? Right. (sighs) On to the games that we have been playing. Huzzah. Ben. Yeah. What have you been playing?
1: Uh, I've been playing the Darksiders 1. Yeah.
0: Which you've you've wasted now in talking about it earlier.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I (laughs) talked about it earlier, so I can't (laughs) talk about what I've been playing now. (laughs) But in some ways, I can add the fact that I've been playing on Twitch. Uh, I don't play it when I'm not on Twitch because I've been doing it with the streamers. That I had a look. Uh, Gary popped in and Sarah, uh, someone else popped in yesterday, which was nice and Punisher Elite. So it's been quite fun streaming it. Uh, I've been playing a racing game, also.
3: Fran Gerismo Jive.
1: No, <laughs> I, it's the the I <laughs> out of wipes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just hey, I'm, 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 I'm I often oh saying. <laughs> <laughs> well you kids are often out of white.
1: <laughs> the out of white <laughs> <laughs> HD
0: H oh, <no>, <laughs> D. And the usual, <laughs> I'd imagine.
1: Yeah, fantasy fourteen.
0: Yeah. Oh, fantasy fourteen. Splendid. Um let's see, who should talk next? <laughs> Gary, go on, you go. You you tell us what you've been on. Me? Yeah, you. Um... <laughs> <laughs> You really um, sound surprised to be on a podcast, Gary. What's your <laughs> me? Surely not. <laughs> you want my opinion?
4: You care about me.
0: <laughs> I'm just contractually obliged to ask you. Oh, <laughs> I care
4: about you, Gary. That, that takes away all my happiness. I appreciate.
0: It. Uh, that's what I aim for, man. That's what I aim for.
4: Um, what have I been playing? I've been playing um the Dragon of the North DLC for Neo, the the story DLC that came out. Yeah. Um. I enjoyed it up to I got to the final boss. Um, and I hate to say, but for the first time in my life, I've actually decided to give up uh, in trying to beat him. Uh, I think the boss is incredibly overpowered and it's in desperate need of a patch to, to tone it down. Um, when you play games like Neo and Dark Souls and, and Bloodborne, there's always a boss that you feel is just impossibly hard to beat. Um, yeah. But there there is always a weakness. And whether it's a small weakness or a small opening to attack, you take it and that's how you beat those bosses. This boss has no weakness. Absolutely none. none. I even went online, I looked at guides, I looked at videos, and everybody pretty much says the same thing, that this boss is one of the hardest bosses they've ever played in a video game. Jeez. And the only real way that people have found to beat it um, is to just go on with a f- pure magic build where you put all your points into magic and you kill the boss that way. Um, for those who don't know, there's th- the magic build in Neo is super overpowered and they've tried to uh, patch it up a lot. I think they've done three patches to try and make it a little weaker. Um, but people found a way if they build this magic build, they can kill every boss in one to two hits. This final boss, even with a magic build, will take you like five or six hits to kill it. If you're even lucky. Yeah. Um, so it's, I, I went through around 274 health elixirs before I finally <laughs> decided to give up. And I don't get anyone I need,
0: to say you weren't dedicated in that case.
4: Yeah, I didn't even get the boss down to half health. Um, apparently, the, the boss goes into like a second phase after that, which is even harder. So I was like, why Why am I even trying? Um, so very, very disappointed by that. Um, all I, All the bosses in the DLC were pretty tough, but they had a weakness for you to exploit. This yep. one does not, and this one I just cannot beat for the life of me. I've tried everything. Um, and nothing has worked for me. So I'm ashamed to say it, that I have to give up. I just can't do it. It's too, too stressful at this point. Um, so I moved on. Um, but I will write a, uh, a, a somewhat review for it coming up soon here, so stay tuned for that. Um, I'm playing another game that I fortunately can't talk about. Um, I did play some more Persona 5. Um, oh, yes,
0: yeah. Okay. goes? I-
4: yeah, um, it, it's hard because I have to kind of juggle it between playing all these other games for review and then having the free time to play that. Um, I just got uh, the, the cat van, which is pretty cool. <laughs> um, and, I, and I did the first mission there where I I, I somewhat found my second target now. Uh, they know who they're looking for. They just have to find them now. Um, yeah, it's, it's still a fun game. Enjoy it very much. I wish I could enjoy more, but like I said, there's so much stuff going on. Um, it's really hard. I got a crazy backlog, which you guys talked about earlier. Um, I also have now a backlog of about 2,500 games because <laughs> I, I have a, a retro pie now and I have a whole bunch of games on there from old systems
2: that I am thrilled to play actually. Um, Respect there, Gary. I hear you on the retro stuff.
4: Oh hell yeah! Hi. Yeah, um, my retro player right now has over 700 uh, Mega Drive games, um, about 800 SNES games.
3: Oh god! I have to look this up. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't
0: know what this thing is. <laughs> Let me see, uh, just while we're talking persona, a sec, Ben. Did you ever finish it?
1: No, I got to that bit and then I kind of didn't want to end it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, was like, it occurred to me when I was talking to Kyle, like two, two weeks afterwards, and he's like, he's finished it. I was thinking, you know I never said, he's, what happened after he'd finished it? But, oh, I got okay. to that
1: bit and I thought, you know, I'd never want to end this game.
0: Oh, <laughs> no, we'll end it sometime. It we'll end it sometime. I can understand that in a way, the reluctance, but uh, don't yeah, leave Duncan it too long. It was annoying
1: me too much.
0: So few, I I had so few problems with that game. It's like some of the stuff where people have said, "Oh, it's so unfair here," or "It's so such a bastard there." It's like I usually shit these. Why am I doing all right?
1: This is the only dungeon where I felt like that, though.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: I mean, it's the Um, last one, so I expect it, but it's one of those bits where it's yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, understandable. Cool. Sorry, Uh, Gary. Anything else that you can talk about?
4: Um I the last thing I, I played was um Mario Kart on the Switch. Oh uh, the count. new battle mode.
0: It doesn't count.
1: Go what's on. that what's mm. a Switch? Is that some sort of is that some sort of PlayStation Nintendo product? Like the prototype? <laughs> if it doesn't count I won't talk about
0: it. It doesn't count. So I don't talk <laughs> about it. I
4: guess that's all I played. I I didn't play anything else.
0: Fantastic. Thank you. There
1: was no other games. <laughs> there
0: was no other games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, michael harridance what have you played
2: yes mr bolt uh i've been gaming a bit more this week because i think the last time i haven't really played much um i've been going through uh finishing up to uh rise of the tomb raider this is all on ps4 by the way mm-hmm. um i've um, i'm trying to like uh get 100 percent in terms of all the collectibles which i did on the previous one which is quite a task for those of you who played the game know there's a lot of hidden stuff in there but i i just love it i mean just literally i've just been going through haven't like been progressing anywhere else i've just been literally hoovering up all the collectibles that i've missed in various different areas and i even though it could get like quite it's quite an arduous tar- task and it could get quite you know, dull after a while. I, I still, I don't know why. I just still love it. I just because it gives you a chance to explore those environments, and it's just. I mean, I know I, I obviously talk, must have talked to mentioned it when I spoke about reviewing the game back in November. But that game is so good. It, it's, it looks amazing. I forgot how good it really looks. I mean, obviously, yeah, Uncharted Four is a stunning looking game. I mean, particularly when it comes to like the character models and stuff. Okay. So Tomb Raider isn't quite there, but it's still a fantastic looking game, and I love the locations in it. I really do, and I don't. I didn't. Play enough of it. I don't think when I first initially got it, I don't think. I mean, obviously, it came out on the Xbox One and stuff. I mean, I um, got it on the PS4. And obviously, I reviewed the game there, but there's, I, I missed a lot of the. Um, I did miss a lot of the secret stuff in the um, like the, the uh, uh, challenge tombs, which are optional. You know that kind of stuff I missed, and they're so good. Those challenge tombs are they're so even better than the first one. So I really enjoyed going back and uh, going through those unlock the uh, the uh, optional hidden uh, the optional stuff, the collectibles and everything. It's really really good, and I just just enjoyed exploring the environments again. I would I would I would play, I would play through that again, definitely. Yeah, which is why I'm uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to um, uh, the next one, which is obviously rumoured Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I think, uh, actually, were we going to mention that at all in the news thing? Shadow oh, of the
0: two- I think we're going to, but then I forgot. So. <laughs> it's all
2: right. Well, yeah, yeah, okay. Well, so I'll just, yeah, Shadow, well, I wrote it, so I'll just be real quick. Yeah, Shadow of the Tomb Raider is rumoured to come out in early 2018. Uh, this is the next rumoured uh, Tomb Raider game, um, the third in the rebooted, uh, new re- uh, rebooted series. Um, Yeah, it hasn't been announced yet, but um, a previous rumour, actually, from the last week or so, in addition to this one that I wrote, uh, said that it wouldn't be revealed at E3, but it would be shown at some point later in the year. So early 2018 seems pretty... um, It seems like a... Too, or it seems, seems a bit too good to be true at this point, but then again, for all we know, it could have been development for the last two years. Who knows? As soon as the as soon as the original Rise of the Tomb Raider for Xbox One finished, um, you know, it could have it would have that would have been over two years then. So who knows? But um, yeah, I'm, I, I am absolutely stoked for that. Um, apart from Tomb Raider, I've been on. Uh, Gary will appreciate this. I've been going through Shadow of Mordor on the PS4, which I'm absolutely loving. Again, I've been I've done a lot of. Uh, again, I was um, my mate Tim was with me when we were playing it yesterday, and he advised me to like obviously unlock all the towers and stuff first, kind of like Assassin's Creed, you know, to reveal the map, uh, do some collectibles and stuff. I tend to like once I've revealed a new area, I tend to like go around getting all the little collectibles and stuff, which are cool because I-, I love, especially love the, um, and it shares similarities with Tomb Raider with respect how you can you get these um items artifacts and you get to explore like you look at them and you find like a memory point i think it's called or something and it yes. tells you more details it gives you this like account from the past like with someone reading the lines it could be an orc it could be a gondorian soldier or whatever which are really really good really fleshes out the law so because i'm a big lord of the rings nerd as well so i freaking love that um but yeah I-, I killed a few captains as well which is really good i love even though i I love like just getting down and dirty and fighting them like in melee attacks and stuff it's been really It's really cool when you you find someone with a weakness for arrows and you can just headshot them from a distance. It's like Pew! I never know what hit him. Bloody awesome. yeah, that game is friggin fantastic. I love it. I honestly, I, I actually thought the combat would be get get quite repetitive after a while because of the way it is really and stuff, but it's it, it works really well. It is, you know, because the thing about it is, a lot of the time you're attacked by multiple people, so you really have to look around. It's not just mindless button mashing because you have to really check to see who's going to like come after you, um, hit you with an attack, and you have to quickly press triangle. And sometimes it's more than one at the same time, so you have to time it just right. So it's actually quite a little. It's actually quite a little bit more complicated than it initially seems. Actually, it's quite deceptive in that respect. And but yeah, I, I think it's fantastic that game. Is um, I'm looking forward to the. Um, uh, Shadow of War, is it, the next one? Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. So, yeah, um, I've been really enjoying that. Um, I'm sure I've been on... Uh, yeah, I've been on... Uh, not necessarily this week, but obviously I have been on for quite a few weeks. Um, I've been on um, Ghost Recon, Wildlands, a lot with my mates. So, I mean, I know, obviously, we would speak... Well, you were speaking earlier about its flaws and stuff, but it, it is, admittedly, it is a fun co-op game. I don't think it's as fun as like something like Destiny, for example, I think. But I do think... Um, I, I enjoy what it is. This, you do some hilarious stuff with that. I think most of the time I've laughed so much because I've done stupid stuff. Like, I think I've, like, shot my mate down in a helicopter with my grenade launcher and just seeing him crash, and it, it, his reaction on the microphone is priceless. And then another time, I think I, I picked him up in a helicopter, then flew into or something, and their reaction again was just priceless. It's just so... I just can't resist screwing, screwing things up, because it's just so hilarious. And obviously, they don't, like, talk to me much after that but that's beside it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it, it was some it was some good there's some good stuff to be had on that i like the tactical the teamwork thing is pretty satisfying um yeah. i'm just looking around quickly uh mm, no that's about it actually most mostly yeah mostly tomb raider and shadow of mordor oh sorry i've restarted tomb raider 1 on my PS Vita. <laughs>
0: hey.
2: Yes, and I quickly realised just how much of that game I've forgotten. I need a guide if I literally have to follow a guide for the secrets. But you know what? I don't care. And I don't if anyone said, if anyone wants to accuse me of being blind in my nostalgia, go screw yourself because I still love that game. I don't care. I do love that game. Just like I can go back and play the old Resident Evil, the original Resident Evil, I can still enjoy Tomb Raider still, despite how it's aged in whatever areas. I can still enjoy it because it was a great game. And you know, it's it's obviously quite archaic okay compared to even the latter. Uh, tomb raiders on playstation but you know it's I, I think it's really well designed the level design is really good and it's challenging um so i, I honestly really enjoyed it um apart from that i um, shenmue 2 i've been going through shenmue 2 because my niece loves watching me on that so i've been playing that only when she's around because she loves that game so yeah um a mixed bag there which is pretty yeah. good because i like to yeah. diversify so yeah um right. that's are you thing. playing shenmue 2 on your dreamcast or your Xbox? My Dreamcast, Gary, of course, my dreamcast, yeah, because you
4: guys got it on the Dreamcast, we didn't get it, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, it only came out on Dreamcast in Japan and europe yeah no I've I've got my dreamcast set up right behind me now gary it's um i I love that machine I, I i still can't believe I've got new copies of Metropolis Street Racer and Soul calibur, but I haven't touched it, but I've had for about five years i can't believe it that's how bad my backlog has got, but I haven't touched these games, <laughs> so I cannot wait to get get to some of these
0: <laughs> I found um in the cover the other day, a sealed copy of New for Speed Underground on PS2. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> so <laughs> Where did that come
2: from? <laughs> <laughs> Such uh, a good game. Yeah, so um, that's me done, guys. Anyway, yeah, it's quite a varied couple of weeks for me.
0: Excellent. Tim, Tim Timmery, Tim Tim Turu, what have we got <laughs> from you?
3: <laughs> when I worked at Barnes & Noble, there was this lady I worked with, and she constantly said that when she walked by me. I ignored it every single time. Sorry, I I adored it every single time. (laughs) I mean, a bad day, and she'd do the Tim Timmery thing, and I would couldn't help but smile, even though I was still mad because things were still annoying. (laughs) Uh, Thank you. A glimmer of hope. (laughs) Thank you for that. The dark world. uh, Mostly, (laughs) hello darkness, my old friend. My, I've mostly been playing recently a lot of just review games. Uh, I started the week off with uh, What Remains of Edith Finch. Oh, that was last week. Uh, I was playing that my god can I was playing that it's it? a question it's without giving anything away Can I explain it without giving anything away Um I don't know it's just a really immersive walking sim I, I walking sims for me are usually just <clears> very <throat> like Okay cool the next thing okay 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 Uh the closest thing and I can't even really compare it to it because it's not the same thing but like the last time i've been so immersed in something that's on a rail like that was oh my god wow heavy rain mm. last last nice. time i i've done other walking sims and things like that but i haven't been immersed like in one like that since then uh, wow. a lot of personal reasons but all in all it's it's so deep and if you're going to play that game it's only like 2 hours play with the headphones play with a headset definitely just so good, um, so good. apart from <laughs> exactly. and you have to i mean it, the what is it it's 20 bucks right 20 squids for you
0: guys bucks. and do, you know just as a fyi 58 reviews 88 so it's, it's up there people like it let's put it that way um wow that's a lot of reviews too yeah no no score below 70 percent. so
3: i mean even if you're on the fence uh just wait for a sale I can't see this not being on sale but if you see it on sale do yourself a favor Uh, apart from that i've been playing (laughs) been playing dark souls 3 the uh, fire fades edition
0: oh again i'm I'm working on that for
3: review (laughs) (laughs) and i i've learned again i every time i go into these games i learn it again i learn how filthy of a casual i am (laughs) <laughs> I mean I have a really good time with it and then I come across bosses and then I mean I give them I, I quote give them legitimate chances right I, I try them three or four times I feel like I'm developing strategies and then I make a mistake and I get caught in that mistake and the boss just destroys the hell out of me yeah. so yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean that's there, yeah. that's the game That's it's the, it's the needle and thread to that game right but that's it. Um, on the casual thing, the nice thing about Dark Souls now, I know I know it, it was kind of a thing in older games, and I didn't play 2 because of the way people talked about it, but the nice thing about 3 is that if you're having troubles, you can eat these embers that give you like extra boost and things like that. I can't remember, I can't remember the lore behind it. Such a casual. And you can <laughs> summon other players... And like NPCs you've met along the way that'll like support that fight. They can come and fight with you, which is
0: yeah. nice. Which it is would,
3: nice.
0: I, I would like to say it was a godsend, but there were so very few people when I was reviewing it. <laughs> so it's a, never ever review a game, a Dark Souls game, before it's out because there's no help at all, and it's just it's a to
3: Say I review this game, and people be like, "You didn't finish this game.
0: <laughs> you oh, didn't honestly, finish this game, how it's just it's still." just a traumatic experience and it, as much as I enjoyed my time with it, I just thought at the end of it like, I'm never touching one of these again <laughs> just, I'm done
3: I, equally so, Like this is the most fun I've had with the Souls game I take that back, I take that back I loved Demon Souls mm. way back when, I didn't get far at all at all, I played like 40 hours and I didn't get to the second boss
0: uh, but I loved the
3: hell out just, of that game yeah. still,
0: my still
3: my favorite still my favorite by far Second, third, and fourth to that, Neil. I love that game. Um I didn't play Dark Souls very much. I don't know. It just kind of, I
0: don't know. Kind of, uh, yeah. It's weird. I I finished Demons. I finished Dark Souls two and three, but yeah, Bloodborne and the original Dark Souls. Nah.
3: Well, <laughs> no, that's Dark actually two. like twice. That's where it's twice. weird twice. for me because like I I have up until a couple days ago I hadn't finished uh. From software game, you know, like, saw the ending.
0: Mm.
3: Excuse me, I can't say that either, because I beat Bloodborne. That was the point I was going to, and I totally led into it incorrectly. Point is, I haven't beaten a Souls game. There we go, that works. I haven't beaten a Souls game up until a couple days ago when I beat 3. But when I played Bloodborne, I flew through it. Absolutely (laughs) flew through it. I don't know what it was. I think it was, I don't know, I think... It was the fact that the game is so, like, concentrated. Like, you still have elements of, like, gameplay and things like that, but when it came to, when it came to uh, like, skills and abilities and things like that, you, you don't have a lot of allocations to worry about. You don't have to worry about spells necessarily. There are no spells, right? You don't have to worry about, um, like, armor typing. You kind of just have the same type of armor, it gives you a more focused sort of Souls experience, which is why I think that game resonated with me because whenever I look at the stats, I'm thinking, oh, God, I have all these mountains of weapons to pick from and mountains of abilities to think pick from, and I love what I possibly can do with that one, but because I screwed up my specking now, I have mm-hmm. no idea how it's going to be useful because I just stand there looking like a tool while the boss just you know, gives me the, the old, uh, I can't think of that, uh, Vlad the Impaler. That thing gives me the whole Vlad the Impaler effect, and but you know I, I think that's what Bloodborne did so well. It it was still challenging, but the fact that you didn't necessarily have to worry so much about the stats and those things is what made it good. But even so that was a whole rant. But Demon uh, <laughs> Dark Dark Souls Three is nice in the sense that it's forgiving enough for you to. Make those mistakes and still find a way to continue, which is nice, because it caters to the filthy, filthy casuals like me who wanted not be filthy, filthy casuals, and we can get started and get into it as opposed to just hitting brick walls for days.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it was nice in that regard, especially you know having to do it at not my own pace. (laughs) It was uh, to get through the early stuff fairly, you know, nicely. It was just a godsend, but. By God, yeah, it's just it. I, I did have to restart the game a few times just to do that specking up right and get the right class. And oh man, I don't know why Bloodborne for me didn't hit because everything about it just screamed, "This is the game you want." This is this is everything you'd, you'd really wish Souls would be. And it's just I played it. and It's just nah, it's not clicking. I don't get it. I really don't get why I don't click with it. Yeah. it it's the same well, with The Witcher. But it's
1: by you ready to prepare to dine.
0: No. Yes. I am full. So. <laughs> I am full. But yes. Yeah, it's a it's a, it's a, a sad state of affairs. Anything else anyway, Tim? Sorry. Uh,
3: apart from that, mostly I've been doing a trophy run on Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel, just because, I mean, I love that series, but I don't have the Platinum, so I'm just kind of burning through it on side as I'm dri- I Not driving, because, you know, that's illegal. But I, <laughs> when I'm on trips and things not driving... Or when I'm like playing baseball, simulating some stuff with Diamond Dynasty, I do it between stuff and things like that. So kind of a side project, splatting those games
0: yeah, do while I still try characters. to
3: clear out my – I can't – I mean, I was complaining really hard to myself every day about my backlog, but after hearing about Gary's self-inflicted listing, <laughs> I really don't feel that bad anymore. You um, don't know, Tim. You have no 20, idea. 2,500 games. How do you breathe?
4: Well, I mostly have them at this point just to play with friends. Well, we're going to play mostly the multiplayers. Road Rash, all the beat ups that's really why I want them.
1: Road Road Rash! Yes!
4: Hell <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I'm
1: um, happy you call it the Mega Drive and not the Genesis. Good work.
4: It's the same system, but... I said Mega Drive because you guys know Mega Drive more. Yeah, yeah I noticed that. I hey, Tim and I over Gen- here know <laughs>
0: the Genesis. So, yep. you know, we are a UK-centric podcast, so that's yeah. much appreciated. Yeah, Cool. Um, so, yeah, sorry, Tim. Was that everything? Or Yeah, I think the only side note I have to
3: make is that I like to consider the Genesis my Sonic player, much like I like to consider my 2DS as my Pokemon player.
0: <laughs> nice. Uh, but, uh, the Mega Drive can never just be a Sonic thing. Even though Sonic <laughs> is like a touchstone. It's the thing. You know, it's the game that the game of games that made me like games in the first place. So. But Hashtag. yeah, that's it. Get those hashtags in. Well, what about you, Neil? Well, me, I don't know. What, I was, you,
3: just, what about you? What have you been playing? <laughs> play.
0: oh, someone segues into me. This is, oh, well, as ever, Neil's <laughs> list is not a short list, <laughs> but Neil will be brief where he can be. Um, I've been playing games with the family more this week, as well as playing you know, the regular stuff by myself in the dark, cold times. Um, Rocket League. I've been playing more Rocket League. Me and my son have been doing seasons and playing together. And God, he's picking it up nicely. I mean, Christ, I let him play against a computer on his own earlier today, and he won twice. Uh, like for a five-year-old, that's troubling. Oh, wow. Good. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Once Maybe I be a
3: sir pretty soon.
0: I don't know because when he plays with me. He just sort of goes, yeah, you'll do it. I'm just, I'm just going to just <laughs> break dancing with my car. And like, yeah, he, He's worked out the whole, I can score from the kickoff thing really well. So it's uh, been fun for that. It's just yeah, it's been nice. It's just a look on his face winning like the, the season's championship was just lovely. Just so he saw the trophy and he's like, we want a trophy, a trophy. It's like, he's five years old. He has 65 trophies of his own you know, on the PlayStation. It's, uh, Start him young yeah start me young. he still moans he goes well you've got so many more than me it's like they existed before you were born it's like <laughs> I hadn't even met your mother <laughs> like yeah that's been fun I enjoyed that the other thing is that my wife last year watched me play Uncharted 4 and she got very much into Uncharted 4 so she's now since I got the trilogy on the trilogy version for PS4 she wanted to watch those. You know, she watched most of one. I told her there's not much to borrow with because, you know, it's shit. Um, yeah. But two, you know, she's been watching the whole of two with me. I've only been playing it when she's around. It's, but yeah, she's been enjoying it. It's wonderful. That game is still really wonderful. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's just still my favorite. In yeah. the franchise. But, you know, seriously, fuck over an animated Drake sometimes. It's just <laughs> it, it's the amount of jumps you make because the animation decide, no, 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 we're going this way. That's it. We're done. It it's it's just unfortunate to say the least. Oh, I still can't talk about that game, even though I've had it for weeks now and God do I really want to talk about it because it is everything persona isn't or is isn't it isn't. Yeah. It's the anti persona five, let's put it that way. Oh god, when that day when that day comes and we can talk about it. I'm so ready. What else do we do? Um <laughs> I reviewed Dreamfall chapters, which is an old school point and click adventure in one way, but also modern in another. It's also really, really boring for a long, long time. I mean, like, yeah, I get that. You're supposed to know the background of this whole series that's been going on on PC since 2001. And, you know, the games are going out like every five to 10 years, but yeah, that's fine. But they've never put any of those games on a console. So it's like, there you go. So I got the, the cliff notes, if you will. And, um, to get into this and say so, okay so i have an idea of what's going on and to a degree still don't have much of an idea of what's going on it's basically a a story of two people in parallel worlds and you're controlling their stories one's more in a sort of futuristic blade runner-esque you a kind of europolis i suppose and the other is very much set in a fantasy era magical kingdoms type thing and their stories don't seem connected, but they are connected, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's just, but to get to any sort of good story, and it it really has some great story stuff in there as it goes on. You just have to do some of the most mundane puzzles for the most mundane tasks and talk about the most mundane things. It's just the epitome of mundane. And it takes two episodes plus out of, I think five episodes in this thing because it's episodic. So I might add to actually get anywhere, oh, wow. and get interesting beyond uh, the sort of oh, this is a nice character. I mean, the characters are nicely written to a degree. You know, it's like um, female character at the two main ones. Uh, Zoe, she's really well done. It's like she feels more like a real person than most. Uh, you know, in uh, this genre, you know, it, it puts Telltale to shame in that regard for an episodic adventure game but not in other ways <laughs> it's just i mean yeah it's head and shoulders in narrative terms in terms of scope and ideas but yeah the execution of game as a game it's a bit toss let's put it that way
4: <laughs> so Neil, it's it's the whole thing it's all
0: five episodes all five episodes all oh
4: nice. i thought they were gonna release them one by one okay
0: no no god mercy no, so, yeah seeing what happened on PC where the people have to wait months between episodes. It's like that story is already hard to keep up with. It's like, you're going to make people wait and there's no recapping of anything ever. So it's like, yeah, you just expect us to know. It's like, not even like what happened in the series before this. It's just like, these people are having a conversation about something I've never heard about. Yeah. That's wonderful. But I'm supposed to know it's, it's fantastic. And it's uh, there for people that love it. But surely those people would have already bought it on PC last year. You know, that's, for a PC only series, makes sense that they would already have done it. So I had to ask the question: who is this game for? And it doesn't seem it was for anyone really. And that's a shame. Uh, there you go. Maybe they should have released the old ones in a package first to give people the chance to try it out. I know they're old, but if you want to be invested in the story, that's a great way of doing it. I think. Mm-hmm. So sadly, five out of ten, mainly because the story is so good and the characters generally are quite well written. And there's some, there's a robot called Chipbot. I mean, uh, that's it. They were the best things about it. It's...
1: I'll buy it for that. <laughs> that. What He's game are nice you talking about?
0: Dream, <laughs> dream Four Chapters.
1: Okay.
0: Like right, Ben, if you want the cure for insomnia, the first two episodes are it. Okay. I guarantee you. Um, I'm reviewing something, and that's good. And I can actually talk about it for once because it's from Bethesda, and they don't give you review copies until it's too late. So it's prey yes i am playing prey the game that isn't like the prey that was out 10 years ago but is more like well dead space i suppose it's, <laughs> now yeah i mean it's dead cool space on. meets bioshock if you will if anything um i really like it i mean earlier reviews have been fairly positive. I've seen stuff on the other side of you know, social media where it's like, no, I don't get it. It's boring. This is dull. It's like it's very slow paced for the first few hours, but I like it in the same way. I like daily in isolation where it's like lots of building and just getting to know the area you're in. it's like, and Talos one, which is this space station you're in. is just great fun to sort of poke around and find out. Cause you know, it's a place that has gone to shit and, fairly recently and there's still remnants of life here and there but there's also this alien menace that can shape shift and turn into objects and stuff and Mm. you can go in and start you know upgrade yourself eventually to get their abilities into yourself but then it makes you less human It's like so stuff like the the talos one defense systems like the, the turrets and stuff will start registering you as an alien threat because you have alien dna and it's but you can turn yourself into a coffee cup or a t- pack of towels or whatever you want If you upgrade yourself enough to hide like the mimics do. I don't know. Yeah. There's a very system shock, bioshocky vibe to it. And yeah, more than enough of dead space. There's some great space walking stuff where you just go in between areas. There's, there's a whole tunnel section where you're in zero G and it's just, I loved it. It's so slow paced and there's, like the constant threat of menacing stuff going on and like, oh, it's just, it's lovely. And then you go out of that section into what you think is relative safely, safety, and then something more horrible is in, you know, apparently now stalking you and you're like, oh Christ, uh, what's going on? It's really cool fun. I you know, I liked Dishonored by Arcane, who did this and you know, still have not played Dishonored too as I said. I don't know what go beyond that. It's, I can't say it's pretty unique in the same way. It's not this generation's Bioshock as much as people want it to be because it's doing the things that other games have done already, doing them well, and in a nice, uh, well put together package. But, yeah, it's still... It's not unique enough in that regard. But I do like that it's... Been made and they've taken this new turn with the series, you know, to change it to a completely different game. And like I said, I like dead space for environments. I like alien isolation for it. So I like space stations and things like that. It's just I just find them really the idea of being so far from home and in this place that looks so familiar and yet there's you know, there's an alien feel to the way the buildings are themselves and this big emptiness of space outside that you, know, you just can't go and deal with. It. Uh, very often, it's just and, and having an alien for it, and it always just wins it for me. So I was a sucker for it straight away, and I'm hoping it, it continues to be good. I'm obviously still playing it, but I, I've, unlike most review stuff, I'm very much enjoying just rooting around everything, and not and you know, and taking my time rather than you know, getting on with it. It's like you know, the review's going to be after people have already bought it anyway, so might as well make <laughs> it nice and complete. But, yeah, I don't, it, it's, it's not going to be my game of the year. I know that much, unless something majorly amazing happens towards the end. But it's still really good, and it's, it's easily up there. Okay, so if we're looking then
3: for uh, possible recommendations, as it, this is coming from somebody who didn't like Dishonored. Is this one of those games, like, but I love. But quote, I loved Dead Space. Absolutely adored it, the first one. The yeah. first one. The first one. Remember, Anyway, um, my question is then, is this a game that I could feel validated in purchasing or should I alleviate my worries and try to rent it somehow?
0: I think you could rent it. I mean, it's probably about 15 to 20 hours from what I hear. So for a story-led game, it's pretty good. It's Yeah, I mean, if you like the Bioshock way of doing things, you know, where you've got like this place it's very you know I've found that with this there's a very good sense of place to it uh, and if you're going for the dead space vibe of it yes that's there but it's not obviously it's not as horrific as dead space in your face where it. it's you know there's a a body horror to it and you know but nothing overly grim it, it's just a a constant needling presence of paranoia if you will over well there are two coffee cups over there. One of them may not be a coffee cup. So do I go over and smack it or do it? And nine times out of 10, you'll think that that's where the the mimic is. And then you'll turn around and it'll be the fax machine or something. It's just, or something less trivial. But it's, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say because I think you'd enjoy it for a lot of the things in it. I think it thinks it's a lot smarter than it is. You know, in terms of writing but i don't know it it's interesting there's a lot of story to be told within the game's level so levels so the game you know the, the environment itself rather than just through you know, narrative exposition if you will it's so yeah i think you might enjoy it in that regard okay. i think it, it's just the right level of you know combat stuff and exploration you know? and the combat's fun because you have like a, a gun that fires out big gluey globules that stop enemies in their track for a bit so you can go and take them out with a, a wrench or you know, they also work but the gun also then works to you can build platforms to go up to a previously inaccessible area and like and then of course you have not only do you have your alien abilities you could get later on but earlier on you have you can upgrade your suits it says so a little bit of deus ex to it where you have you know you can upgrade yourself to be you know carry more you know you, you can throw bigger objects and you can hack doorways and all that stuff so it, it's a nice little blend I think you'll enjoy it I, I, okay I don't know if you will enjoy it by much but maybe I would suggest that given Professor's recent games have gone down quite quickly in price you might as well wait and wait till it's cheap anyway Okay.
3: Well, so, in any yeah. case, I have Gamefly, so
0: that's already on my queue now. Uh, go. Yeah, good for, Good move, good move. Excellent. Yeah, I think that's it for me. There you go. I've tried to keep it brief, and I didn't. So. <laughs> I'm good at that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we better go on with the other stuff. I'm sorry, Alfonso, we will probably deal with your question next week just because it isn't time-sensitive and we've got other things to do on this one. But I promise you next week in fact you'll be on so you can ask it yourself then, I'm sure. So that'd be the best way. But thank you anyway. Um, let's get on to predictions. Yes, the review score prediction game, which uh last week was for dreamful chapters. Funny enough. And uh yes. So um Mike you weren't here, obviously so you couldn't do this. But uh it was between myself, Ben, Alfonso and Aaron. Um The eventual score for Dreamfall chapters on Metacritic for PS4 was 64 in the end. Um, Mm. Now, uh, from top to bottom here, Ben, with his uh, randomly generated number, got 97. Curtis, we're so close!
1: (laughs) Aaron picked
0: 79, Alfonso picked 73, and the winner, by default, is myself. Oh, it was me, with 71. So... The uh, scores stand as we go, as Ben on one point, Gary on two points, Alfonso on two points, Mike on two and a half, and myself on four and a half now.
2: Oh, Score I'm still second, then, despite not being here for three yeah. weeks. <laughs> you got a game, man.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, it's, I'm here every week, so I have that slight advantage.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, this week, we're going to do Strafe, which is the throwback to 1990s first-person shooters, that is coming out next week. So I'm assuming the reviews will be next week. Um, Yeah, basically, the idea is to guess what you believe the average critic score is going to be, not what you think, necessarily, what the game will score, because, you know, that can be a whole different opinion. Um, Unless you're Ben, of course, and you get the computer to decide your numbers, and it usually picks somewhere in the 90s. (laughs)
1: I'm Um, going there now.
0: (laughs) I'm going to go first and say... 79 mm. for strafe okay um tim uh, what would you what do you predict on this one and
3: uh, just so i understand the rules of this game the the score that we pick is not based on our own knowledge because i have nothing
0: i have nothing no no, it no. it's would... just what you think that the critical average would be for a first-person shooter that is an actual for erect in the 1990s shooters <sighs> um 79 you're gonna tie tie up cool yeah splendid gary what about you
4: 77
0: 77 playing it safe michael <laughs>
2: uh <laughs> hmm 74 74 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it's a lot. Usually I go for VR with like a 5, like 75 or 80 or whatever. I thought I'd go a little bit, um, try something a bit different this time.
0: Cool, cool. Oh, wait,
2: is this on VR? Did I miss that?
0: No. No, it's just regular. Okay, because that though. was
3: going to completely deteriorate my score.
0: <laughs> I don't think you could play a game like that in VR. That was, you'd die and it all throw up. But... Uh, <laughs> I've left you for last, Ben, because I want the the element of surprise here. And for the, I'm sure it's going to be a (laughs) ludicrous score, isn't it?
1: Ben, (laughs) what score have you been given? 52. 52. (laughs) Oh, wow.
0: (laughs) Going all the way the other way this week. (laughs) Fantastic. Excellent. So, yeah, just to recap, straight out this week. Review score of predictions are as follows from going upwards. Ben 52, Mike 74, Gary 77, and myself and Tim on 79. Okay, we'll find out, of course, next week what that is. Oh, it'll be exciting. As I, I really say. hope it's a 52. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> uh, Gary, I've just seen you've uh, put up that Game Informer's top 100 RPGs of all time is topped by Skyrim. It's yeah, interesting. I mean, yeah, I, like, really push the
1: envelope.
0: I mean, I like Skyrim. Well,
1: <laughs> I already do. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that seems contentious, to say the least. While we're here, I just, I'm just going to bring the list up with the uh, top 20. So it was Diablo. Persona 5 is already at 19. It usually. should be higher. I mean, no. Is it Final Fantasy 7 at 18, Ultima Online at 17, Secret of Mana at 16, Pokemon Red and Blue at 15, Deus Ex 14, Planescape Torment 13, um, Fallout 3 at 12, Blood- Bloodborne at 11, um, Final Fantasy Tactics at 10, Baldur's Gate 2 at 9, Diablo 2 at 8, Star Wars Knights of the Royal Republic at 7, World of Warcraft at 6, Witcher 3. Five, Mass Yay. Effect two at four, Chrono Trigger three, Final Fantasy Six at two Yay. and five Skyrim. Shut uh, up. They're gonna One. put that over <laughs> Chrono Trigger. Well, over everything. I mean it's I it. if, if you want, a list, it, want to list it's head of all the su- I Skyrim is apparently better than any Zelda, any persona.
1: It's better than Breath any, of Wild
0: any, Witcher, any Fallout. Any Star Ocean, Grandia, Skies of Arcadia, Fable, Dragon Ages. Yeah, you, you name it. It's probably there. Oh, dumb. Um, he
1: Here goes
4: Here's a better list that IGN put out today.
0: I don't, do You'll I be want happy
4: that. with that one.
1: Well, we got BuzzFeed. <laughs> yeah, we have <laughs> <laughs> Persona 5
0: at 50. Hmm, interesting. What is that? What, I, I, what is this list? I don't even get it. Top podcasters oh, right
1: talk about lists. You won't believe what they say.
0: Oh, Chrono Trigger <laughs> won their their list, but Final <laughs> Fantasy 6 is number two in both lists. Hmm. Woohoo! This is the
1: yeah. best Final Fantasy ever. I've never played it, but yay! Yay!
0: So, <laughs> so, so just, uh, by just, by just a question then? Skyrim, twenty fifth, twenty fifth behind Morrowind. There you go. Um, so I, I assume we my... disagree on the um, what? Let's uh, Yeah. So this is my question. Basically, it's like. What's everyone's favorite RPG of all time? There you go, Tim. What's your favorite RPG of all oh time? Oh my
3: god, this question—you got to start me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. God. I oh can throw my... it around
0: if you want. If you want to have some time. Not...
3: This is a really hard question to answer. Well,
0: while you're thinking, um, I just want to so... put Game Informer have put. XCOM Animi Unknown is the 66th highest RPG <laughs> which is a turn based a strategy that isn't an RPG well
1: 5C Tactics got top 10 didn't it
0: yeah but XCOM has never been an RPG okay. but apparently it's a better one than Undertale or Divinity or Dragon's oh, Dogma oh I've been playing
1: that this week as well Undertale <laughs>
0: oh cool but yeah <laughs> anyway sorry Tim
3: Okay, so before I pass, or delay mostly, I need to ask if we're going to be playing the Game Informer loop-de-loop with genres, or are we going to actually be going with turn-based games, or RPGs? Or anyone, RPGs, any, not
0: turn-based. Any RPG. Western, Japanese, whatever.
3: MMOs
1: don't count, right?
0: Which you want? I mean, it makes your answer very obvious, Ben. But, <laughs> oh my
3: god. Well, if it's going to be including MMOs... Oh, man. Uh... My is not going to be on PlayStation.
0: Is it going to no, be no, Quest? No, no, it it could be whatever you want. <laughs> All right, well, if Otherwise we're gonna be going to be going... You're not being intrigued to yourself if you don't do it right. It? Okay, well,
3: and I only say this. This is a very biased option, uh, opinion because I, in, I invested a mountain of time in this game. Burning Crusade. Right. I'm not going to say World of Warcraft but because you, that we... game has done me wrong. <laughs> times. but there burning crusade i played vanilla for the last year that it was there and i was into it like i you know i, I did all the stuff i was supposed to do because that game was very rhythmic in how you had to play like you had to do certain things like that and i was into it you know because it was my first foray into mmos but burning crusade jived with me It gave me everything I wanted. It gave me all the elitist sort of rating that I wanted from Vanilla. It gave me individuality enough to go off on my own and get progress without veering away from what I was doing in other realms of the game. I shit you not, in that expansion alone, I spent 250 hours. Not bad. Not 250 hours, what was it? No, not hours, excuse me. It was, I was thinking something else, 250 hours. That's nothing. What the hell is wrong with me? That's nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that's, I think that's what I spent in the last expansion I played. In that, ga- in that one alone, I ended up playing something like 45 days accumulated time. It got, it got me through my first two years of college. It got me through borderline bankruptcy. It got me through just sheer boredom. It got me through a lot of things. It was such a it was, and apart from their personal value. It also gave me just a ton of shit to do. That Burning Crusade, not World of Warcraft. I want to iterate that hard. <laughs> not not World of Warcraft. Burning Crusade. It's my favorite <laughs> RPG.
0: Brilliant, um, Ben. I'm going to ask you for online or and offline.
1: <laughs> well, I'm going to say if I'm going to go with online, there's only one question answer. Farming eleven, <laughs> nah kid. Well, to be fair, it's hard. I I did love Eleven storyline. It was really good, but of course, for community reasons, I love fourteen because the game is just amazing, and I, I'm I'm really excited. I'm on the edge of my seat, quite literally. At some points, nearly falling off my seat in excitement for Stormblood, uh, which will be June twentieth. Early access being June sixteenth. Um, and I really can't wait for Stormblood, but for single player uh, Final fantasy gets RPGs, well, I'm going to go with Final Fantasy. Yes, Final Fantasy IX. Final Nine, so good. So
3: yeah, Nine good.
1: was probably my favourite uh, Final Fantasy game. I loved the story. I loved Vivi. I liked Queener. I loved all the cha- most of the characters in that game. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of Steiner. Steiner, where we call it the Knight. Yep, oh, so yeah, he was, was cool. It was the only weakest character for me, but I didn't dislike him. It's just compared to the other characters, I didn't like him as much. Um, Fair uh, enough. But yeah, 7 was my first Final Fantasy game, but 9 was my favorite.
0: Splendid. I like it. Gary, what about you? Uh, man, <laughs> for me, it's hard to
4: pick out of the two, of what my favorite is and which one I spend the most time playing through. Um, But when it just comes to straight-up favorite, it is Final Fantasy VI. Um, That tops every RPG for me. Um, But when it comes to the one I spend the most time on um, and the one that I will love more than Probably Final Fantasy VI in my heart is Shadow Hearts. I, I love Shadow Hearts. It's fantastic, but VI is the top bar of Final Fan of
2: RPGs for me. Those are, yeah,
0: excellent. What about you, Michael? Any RPGs?
2: Oh God, um, Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know it, <laughs> Uh, is that that's not cast as an RPG, is it? No, it's not. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Damn. Um no way. Um oh, Well, yeah. I don't know,
0: unless you're a game informer, in which case, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pro Evolution stuff.
2: Now, when I think of RPG, I think of things like um Final Fantasy or Persona or, you know, but to be honest with you, I haven't re- I just realized that I've not played many RPGs at all, you know, even though I like them. I-, right. I really haven't played that <laughs> I really haven't played that many of them, which sucks. Um uh, oh god! I, I really didn't want to say this because it's such an obvious, it's such a go-to answer. But it'd probably be Final Fantasy VII because that's the only genuine RPG I can think of. But I, I love that game to death and, complained and completed it so many times and just did everything in there, fighting the two weapons getting the gold Chocobo, Knights of the Round, all that stuff. I mean, I play it every couple of years. I just love it. So
1: The thing is though, Mike, because it's so loved, that's why Yeah, you know, there's it, it, no harm in yeah, you know, being your favourite because you know, otherwise it wouldn't be so well known.
2: No, I know. Yeah, I know. It's just that it's, I know just from hearing you guys talk with so many other games, even in just Final Fantasy, so, the Final Fantasy series, there's so many other games that are probably even better than that. I know that 8 and 9 and 10 are well loved and probably want to be... a earlier ones I just never got I never got around to playing them I think it's just because of the the nature of how like big those games are and stuff I could never find the time to like get to play them I guess um um um, in between like oh you know growing up school and then college and then work or whatever for some reason I just in between all the other things that I bought I just never found I just could never find the time I guess so it would probably be Final Fantasy 7 yeah I mean oblivion i mean that's not i mean is that cast as an rpg it's got rpg rpg well
1: Skyrim could be the best rpg (laughs) almost a vomit sound okay (laughs) well
2: yeah it's a western rpg i would say it'd be uh, i would probably say it'd be oblivion or final fantasy VII. i absolutely adore oblivion i i must have put i put three files in that um did played it three times fully each one over two hundred and fifty hours in. So that should tell you how much I love that game. Literally loved it to death. So yeah. Um actually no, I say Oblivion. I think I, I say Oblivion. That that just beats Final Fantasy Seven for me. Definitely Oblivion, yeah.
3: That one was so good. Much better yeah. than Skyrim, honestly.
2: I loved it. I never I have still haven't even completed
1: it. And Scarf, it seems yeah. that the editors now edited out everything Mike says in this podcast. This is... <laughs> <laughs> Mike
3: was strangely silent today.
1: <laughs> it seems every every line that Mike was supposed to be saying has been replaced quite by a duck.
3: <laughs> duck,
1: <laughs> quack. Uh,
2: uh, Affleck duck. No, I um I I just I've taken to mute in my microphone when I'm not speaking, just so I um yeah, um just so I don't like interrupt and stuff. Like I used sort of like chimed in. Plus, also I was watching a Tekken Seven video, so I was like, oh, I m- mute my microphone. <laughs>
4: Quack.
0: What about you, Neil? Oh, right. You see, much like Mike, they've never been like the forefront for me. I mean, more recent years, yeah, I've got into them. It's like, um, so, you know, I'm not going to be lazy and say Persona 5 because even though, yeah, it's probably my favorite game of this generation. To say it's my favorite RPG ever is probably pushing it. I like Skyrim, right? I really do. It's better not be a
1: favorite. Otherwise, I'm just gonna have to replace no, the music sounds.
0: I bloody loved it, but I played the remaster last year, and of course, and it's like, yeah, it's lost a bit of its edge now. So it's, but you know, ding, ding. think of it like this. <laughs> think of it like this for Skyrim. I loved Oblivion too, you know, it's like I first time I saw it was on PC on a big projector screen, just seeing that opening bit and it's just like, wow, that's amazing but I just yep. didn't get on with it as well as I did with Skyrim I, like Gary, I love snow in games and snow is always cool <laughs> Skyrim's got a shitload of snow so, yeah so coming from someone who's not really into RPGs as much, playing something like Skyrim and getting into it a lot was nice it was nice to really sink myself into it and being one of the lucky people who played it on ps3 where it didn't shit the bed on me and actually (laughs) was mad um so i felt slightly blessed there but i don't know i i find it hard to say i've got a favorite Uh, it's gonna be a cop-out answer i know but i like you know demon souls skies of arcadia final fantasy 8 they're my they're my big three what about XCOM 2? Is that your favourite RPG of all time? If, if XCOM is characters as an RPG, <laughs> XCOM is god of games, so that's fine. Yeah, but nah, it's not. Let's be honest. So um, That's yeah, cool. I Maybe at a push, I'd say Sky of Arcadia, because I still bloody love it, but I think that's nostalgia talking. Oh,
2: I still need to play that. I guess another Dreamcast game I picked up.
0: I forget. That soundtrack is just cracking
2: as well. Oh, oh no,
0: oh, by the
1: way, a little bit about XCOM. I was going to go buy it last week at game. Yeah. Because uh, they had it on sale for 15 quid new. But they run mm. out of stock of the PS4. And they wanted to sell me the pre-owned copy for £25.
3: Oh, my God. So you could buy it
1: new for £15 or buy it pre-owned for £10 more.
0: That's
3: game for you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: God, game. Uh. So crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that would probably be my pick. I also might point out Dragon Quest Eight. Yeah, that was a good game. This is it. It's like I, I almost binary with RPGs. It's either I, I really love them or I didn't care. That's it. That's it for me. But yeah, uh, I don't
2: know. Oh, there you go. I, um, sorry, can I just nominate another one I just thought of? Sorry. Um, is it going to be Mass Effect? No, it's not. I didn't actually think of Mass <laughs> Effect as an RPG. That's more of an action <laughs> adventure to me, even though I suppose oh, it's... Thanks, different. Mike. We agree. Resident oh, Evil, because of
1: all the inventory management. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> actually, it's um, Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door. I love Ooh. that game.
1: Oh yeah,
2: anyone play that here?
1: Oh yeah,
2: cool. Yeah, I Speaking really. Speaking of which,
4: Super Mario RPG, man, top
1: notch.
2: Where? Oh great, I never played that. Never got to play that, unfortunately. But yeah, Paper Mario. I do love Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door. That <laughs> that was a great game.
1: Well, if for including non PlayStation games, then I'm going to go with um, Pokemon's as well.
0: Oh yeah, we just say it's any any RPG ever. So, so anyway, that's a the Pokemon
1: of, franchise. Not yeah. just one of them. It's hard to pinpoint my favorite Pokemon game, but a lot. I like most of them.
0: I haven't played one in many years, but yeah, yeah. they are very good too. Um, fair enough. Thanks, Game Informer, and thanks IGN for giving us uh, extra content. That was a
1: uh, but screw you guys because Skyrim.
2: Yeah, Game
3: Informer,
0: <laughs> price, What are you thinking? Oblivion's better.
1: Uh, did yeah.
2: I- did they write Skyrim as the best? Yeah, you've ever yeah. really. Yeah. Oh, wow. Even I, even I'm surprised at that. I'm sorry, but there's, bound, there's surely at least five more games that would take that place out of all a the other. A bajillion
1: RPGs more games, in. including Morrowind.
2: Morrowind, oh. yeah. One of a Final Fantasy game. And like, my poop.
0: The they don't even have Final Fantasy VIII on their list either. Don't oh, even have oh. it on their list. Uh, Come on,
1: and they <laughs> have. Ex- they got XCOM on the list. Oh my god, wait, wait. did they have the most the most breathtaking, most realistic, most amazing RPG ever made? That one that took everyone by surprise at E3 that year when that guy that couldn't stop talking about his stories. The FIFA game with the RPG elements, with the open world gangster football. Game. <laughs> it
0: never happened yet, Ben, sadly. It's just been talked about a lot. It's I just thought about that shame. FIFA
1: 2017 Your Story thing.
0: Oh right, no, that's just garbage that any people who think that's good are yeah, garbage <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah, but
1: it's still an RPG. I mean, you've got your stat system. Well, if,
0: if you're going to count that, then um, Pro Evolution Soccer 2013 has a really cheesy story mode that you can up your stats on your character. Every year I've become a legend on that. Yeah, it. It's an RPG. Don't care that the story is barely there. Beyond a guy going, hey, you got a big game today, better probably play some football. That's it. That's... So, <laughs>
1: and then we got also included Marco's magic football that was an amazing game
2: oh I love that
0: (laughs) anyway oh dear I didn't fuck it I I just remembered another RPG and then I forgot again that would have been fun can't be that good it couldn't be be a
1: Skyrim that's for certain
0: it couldn't be Skyrim it couldn't be a Skyrim (laughs) Uh. <laughs> so I, yeah, I'm just seeing. I just end up listing games and going, oh, "I like this game." There,
4: there's just so many phenomenal games for me.
0: Yeah,
4: Xenogears, Legend of Mana. Mm. You know,
0: there's
4: just so many to go through. It's really oh, hard to play. That
1: one that it, I can see in my head, but I've forgotten the name of. Uh, I that one.
0: Just to put my Nintendo side in, Wind Waker. Yeah, yeah. that's one. Wind oh.
2: my favorite Zelda game. It's not
0: even on their fucking list. Not even on their fucking list.
2: What? How Wait, is, they? That RPG, is that an RPG then, Zelda, would you class it as? Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: all Zelda but, games are RPGs. Yeah, so, oh, God, in that, in that case, jeez, wow. I mean, we're talking... Yeah, oh, I mean, my God, God, in fact, yeah, if
0: that's the case, why has none of these got Ocarina at Time at the top? Oh, my God. In the top five, considering and, it's always like the number two game ever or something. It's like, Yeah, and it's but not- Jura's Mask as well.
4: I don't know, I don't think Zelda's been considered an RPG for a while now.
0: That's funny, because Breath of the Wild's in Game Informer's list.
4: Hmm. Well, Game is going to put whatever the
2: hell they want on
0: there. (laughs) No, I would
2: definitely, I would definitely, or Ocarina Ocarina of Time, or Wind Waker, definitely, I love those games. So Mario
0: has more RPGs in their list than Zelda. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) What world are we living in? Uh, What year is it? the best, but... Mickey Mouse has more fucking RPGs <laughs> in that list than Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a world. What a world. Makes sense anyway, a
3: Mickey Mouse organization. <coughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, the Avengers
1: meets Mickey Mouse crossover RPG would be amazing. I'm
0: sure, I'm sure when all that finally happens in 20. 55 or whatever it is it, it will be great
3: the, um, that's how Skyrim the, gets off the top out. of the list
0: yeah it's <laughs> <awful>. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3 finally coming out <laughs> the, the, the universe is confirmed anyway we've been talking a long time um, that ends the podcast this week we will do shout outs and how you contact us sort of info dump stuff so Tim any shout outs anything you want to say in terms of people contacting you go
3: uh, if anyone wants to talk to me, I've actually been right, lighting up my Instagram again lately. But like my Instagram, my standard Twitter account is uh, at Timberelli, T-I-M-B-E-R-E-L-L-I. Uh, the song that Neil sang for me earlier is a legitimate thing in my life. So <laughs> it is my hashtag and my contact information. So, okay. again, thank you, Neil.
1: And anybody who wants to contact me, go ahead. Thank you.
0: Fantastic. Good stuff. Benjamin
1: a uh, shout oh, out like- to uh, Phoenix Dan Radio uh, shout out to Evolve Mail aka your girlfriend's mm. favourite streamer at twitch.tv slash Evolve Mail shout out to master Radio at twitch.tv slash Radio oh, okay. a shout out to everyone who's listening a shout out to the Mitbead Radio and a uh, shout out to Thomas Gargan for donating an the Amazon Final Fantasy 14 promo code they have given away and you can contact me at Chile, Chile UK on Twitter uh, I'll be streaming on PSU Live on Twitch more regularly probably every day hopefully uh, right now, I'll be streaming Fantasy 14 tonight when this goes live. But tomorrow, on Monday, I should be streaming Darksiders again. So please be excited.
0: Excellent. <laughs> please be excited. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, Mikey, Musley Mike, what can we expect from you?
2: Um, uh, yeah, just a shout out to um, all the PSU crew, past and present, uh, all our regular listeners, uh, to Fonz as well. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've hmm. got him on Facebook and he's been posting quite a lot of um things on there. I'm not quite sure what's um going on lately, but he's seen there was some of them were quite kind of sad, so I hope he's okay. But there are a lot of positive there's a lot of positivity in the recent ones, so I hope he's um uh I love good. your funds. Yeah. yeah, um or if you, can, uh, if you want to contact me, you can do so um, through email com. or you can, if you wish, you can add me to PSN. It's um, billy underscore cohen84 capital B, capital C, as in the Resident Evil Zero character. billy underscore cohen84 and uh, that's about it. Yeah, I'm not on Twitter or anything. Well, I am but it's not It's not me. <laughs> it's something someone else made up and it doesn't update, so yeah, don't be fooled by that, uh, by the hulking muscular, uh, scary man on the uh profile yeah no <laughs> uh, I'm a i got 900 surgery.
1: followers yay
2: <laughs> yeah so that's that's me done cheers guys
0: excellent and gary what about you
1: i uh, just
4: shout out to uh the listeners of course uh shout out to you guys um oh yeah that, that that's really it no, no shout outs really <laughs> <too. laughs>
0: excellent um, yeah, I, I obviously echo the old sentiment about thanking the people who are listening. If you really do enjoy this podcast, God bless you, sir. God bless you, madam. But uh, if you could help us out a little more and maybe rate us on iTunes, preferably with five stars. Only if you really feel five stars is fair. But you know, I'm not trying to guilt trip you into going for five stars. But five stars is all I really want. <laughs> okay. okay. And maybe share with other people that. The wonder of it. I mean if you're not too embarrassed, that's true. Maybe go
1: maybe give us four stars plus
0: one. Yeah. Well I mean if enough of you are giving us four stars, fine. That's that's somewhat acceptable. We'll move up those rankings. People will see us anyway. That's all good. But preferably five stars and then we'll do perfectly wonderful.
1: Yeah.
0: And yeah, just share us out on the Twitter sphere. Give us comments, give us questions. Tell give us what you hate about us. Yeah. It's like, you know, Do I ramble on too much? Do I not know what I'm doing? These are legitimate Mm. questions with legitimate answers. So let's see. You'll find out
1: next week, maybe, if you ask us. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: I won the competition again, so I get to end the show. Fantastic. Um, Though, of course, Ben, of course, controls the recording, so (laughs) it's never (laughs) quite that simple. Um, But I say to you, Good day and have a pleasant time this week. God bless you. I don't believe in God. Do I? I don't know. I Whatever. bow to your
1: wrestling God. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs>